Hey, this Cole Jack. Hey, this Cole Jack. This Cole Jack, and you tuned in to the follow up podcast. Ask me how I feel inside my mind, but I'm okay for real. Never ever ask me about my life or about my case for real. What you know about selling that thing you got, cause you gotta pay the bill. I just drove two hours to get some drink, I feel like a J for real. Got some shooters coming out, they cut, they move like Navy SEALs. I would never vouch to pay for pussy, I'd rather pay a pill. Ask me for some cash, I get to you, don't like the bank for real. What you know about being around all them drugs, that shit stank for real. Whenever that cash involved, them niggas gon' go race to kill. Sometimes I leave the perk on my tongue, that's the taste of pill. And he on papers, he tryna slide, I gotta make him chill. I be having deep talk with my dogs, I gotta. I make a feel yeah look up and pray in my palms hold your brother in your arms never let him go yeah this shit ain't promised tomorrow if you get him in your arms never let him go yeah and i love you for love hold him close and you let him know yeah it's too many homicides hold him close and you let him know we see niggas fucking with other niggas they out of town you come around cause you got the drugs we know i won't allow it Many nights I ain't talk to my son, I had to call him private Sometimes I'm mad, I picked up a cup, I tried to really fight it And I'm react, you play with my bitch, you know that's really wife Say something about Tay time, I'm reacting, you know we reunited I'm from the land, my been 300, I feel like Leonidas Never call my phone by murder, you know they still indicted I got a feeling I'm gonna be my cake, cause I ain't even been indicted They say I'm steady climbing the charts and they ain't even too excited He told me fight like two, three murders, I told him keep on fighting up to the point I send you money cause I ain't gon' keep on writing Get fresh as hell, take care of the ops, that shit that I be on Got in my feelings so they put V-Ray on my styrofoam I'm the voice, cut on my music, they gon' sing along And when I get on my feet, I put my people on Look up and pray in my palms, hold your brother in your arms, never let him go, yeah This shit ain't promised tomorrow, if you get him in your arms, never let him go, yeah And I love you for love, hold him close and you let him know, yeah It's too many homicides, hold him close and you let him know In this world full of trouble Cold ass streets for yourself you gotta cover Hoes gon' cheat, I ain't never had a lover Faith be my pillar, God keep me from the government Isolate myself, gotta keep a small circle Killing all us while we ran by brother Never trust a nigga and that's word to my mother I seen the concept that it's all about the numbers I'm just 19, tryna learn real quick This life move fast, I ain't trippin' by the bitch Cause hoes gon' choose, and that's some real shit I'm just livin' till I die, might as well get rich Time's hard, tryna stay on my feet Ten toes and just playing for my camps. Long as the outcome be some income, I'ma grind till I move overseas. Time's hard, trying to stay on my feet. Ten toes and just playing for my keeps. Long as the outcome be some income, I'ma grind till I move overseas. On ten toes, I'm standing now, nigga can't fold. The picture ain't perfect, but I painted on my own. I ain't living right, so hard to condone this real shit. I'm stressing, take one to the dome. It's fuck how. Would make that move out the past Where everything different in the love or the chance Gotta stay on point regardless of my pain This life is a bitch, hope death ain't the same I'm playing for my keeps cause they take in the streets Everybody reaching for a plate, nigga better eat 
I pray for good health and prosperity Cause when a nigga die, I don't wanna die weak And when a nigga die, I don't wanna die broke Tryna get the ones who ain't had a little bit of hope Feeling like cheese, money what please me Standing ten toes, I can't let a nigga feed me Time's hard, tryna stay on my feet Ten toes, I'm just playing for my kids Long as the outcome, be some income I'ma grind till I move overseas Time's hard, tryna stay on my feet Ten toes, I'm just playing for my keeps Long as the outcome, be some income I'ma grind till I move overseas That's my daily prayer These niggas don't care, till you really make it Hard times, people dying, shit, I gotta face it Boy meets world, got me sipping on his hand So much I been through, now I'm turning to a man Asking with my friends, came up with a plan So now it's fuck friends, tryna score with every chance Hope I win in the end, cause nigga that's the game You playing in this life, struggle make a way Fuck bitches, roll the dice, world full of sand Hope I see paradise, standing ten toes Play for keeps in my rights, uh What's the real shit, man? New follow-up exclusive. We all tryna make it. If you ain't tryna make it, what the fuck you doing? 100. Follow-up. Shit, I had to win. Bring it in, we not built to lose. Had to take the pain, but stay dedicated to what you do. Shit, I know we all up against the wall, just in different rooms. So I'm trying to win, I gotta bring it in, I'm not built to lose Say so long Goodbye to the feeling, I'm not enough to go bigger I need to build them with pillars, I need a way to do more A man in the mirror to be in one of the stores Wake up in the morning, we dedicated and sore Loving the way that it mean I'm doing the most Made every intention on niggas making the Forbes I know it's a mission, but everything is a source I need all the money from everything that we on I know the product can sell itself in a minute But now I don't do all the gimmicks with all the niggas you love Telling my story, I'm only hoping you feel it Cause I know niggas who need it, the reason they ain't give up Wanted to show him a loser, could be a winner If he was out to go get it, I swear to keep it a buck Cause we ain't no many more dedicated than us And have a lot of choices Shit, I had to Aye. win And bring it in, we not built to lose Had to take the pain, but stay dedicated to what you do Yeah, yeah, shit, I know we all up against the wall Just in different rooms I know why I'm trying to win I gotta bring it in, I'm not built to lose Say, say so long Goodbye to the downs, I got my head in the clouds I know a couple of niggas who got it taken away It's taking a minute, look what we made it today Sit back and I grin at the shit we able to say It's back to the feeling of seeing nothing appealing And one more than what's giving the niggas making the way Don't know how many quarters we gonna be able to play It's hard but we ballin' for those who ain't in the game I know the product can sell itself in a minute But I don't do all the gimmicks with all the niggas you like I don't do nothing if we ain't making the killing I know some niggas who needed a good thing in their life Wanted to show him a loser could be a winner If he was out to go get it with good intentions he might You'll be sore in the morning but you was making it right We ain't have a lot of choices I had to Aye. win and bring it in We not built to lose Had to take the pain but stay dedicated to what you do Shit, I know we all up against the wall just in different rooms So I'm trying to win, I gotta bring it in I'm not built to lose Shit, I had to win and bring it in We not built to lose had to take the pain, but stay dedicated to what you do. Shit, I know we all up against the wall, just in different rooms. So I'm trying to win, I gotta bring it in, I'm not built to lose. Say so long. Follow up, follow up, follow up. <laughs>
follow up. That that's how you know when when niggas be talking about like top ten Peoria and all that shit. And, and I ain't just talking about the follow up podcast niggas either, but I'm definitely talking about them too. But that's how you know them niggas really don't they they really don't relate to the shit we be talking as far as like the niggas from Peoria and they don't relate to it because they say some lame shit like what's up little O they say some shit like how you know we ain't in the streets that's how we know y'all ain't in the streets because we don't know y'all like niggas in the streets know niggas in the streets some way somehow like you know what I'm saying but they didn't grow up like us so a lot of the times like the shit that we be talking about and doing I mean the shit that we done been through and all that shit like they can't really relate to that shit and I understand that shit but I don't like the fact that niggas be trying to judge niggas' music off that shit. Like, just because you don't relate to it, you can't say, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a different ball game with that shit because them niggas relate to niggas like Kendrick. Kendrick ain't no street nigga. Kendrick just lived in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga wasn't out there putting in no fucking work with niggas and none of that shit. But niggas be able to relate to that shit. So that's why they love when Kendrick, J. Cole, and them type of niggas drop and then they go crazy. But. Cole Jack, follow up podcast. This is one of them ones. We got Jada Don. Yo. Um, I was trying to figure out how to start this episode, what we was going to talk about, things of that nature. And then you guys heard it. Uh, but before we get to that, no, we got to address that now. Fuck it. That was King Chrome. You know, someone who's been interviewed on this podcast. Um,. Someone who's been on the power rankings list, you know, mm-hmm. who's close to making the top 10, you know, all that good shit, whatever. We just got to address the dumbest shit I've heard in <laughs> so long. That's one of the dumbest quotes I've heard him say. He said a lot of stupid shit, but that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard him say. And it's so old. Like, niggas 40 plus think that way. So... We got to address that. Um, We're not here to incriminate nobody. You know what I'm saying? We're mm-hmm. not here to incriminate each other. None of that shit. None, that's not what we talking about. But I feel like this is a Peoria mindset in a lot of ways. We got a lot of niggas here who are stuck in a time zone. Like... You know, you know a lot of old head niggas, but they like stuck in high school, yep. or they like stuck in a certain period of time, like two thousand and four, two thousand and seven, and niggas just be stuck there. They mm-hmm. think that's just what it is. Like those was the good old days, and that's all they remember, and that's all they relate to, or they that's all they go back to. This is a what have you done for me lately society. You yep. know what I'm saying? This is a what have you done for me lately culture in a certain in a lot of ways. And in King Chrome's case, he, he, he's stuck in a time zone majority of the time. If you ever hear him talk, it's always, you know, World Hustling Federation. We did this or we I, I, I remember when we did this, this and this. It's too It's always reminiscent. It's nothing current. It's, it's I no, remember not. Exactly. I did. It's nothing current. Or I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? It's no I'm doing or this is what I do now. And it's ironic because if I critique his music. And I say something good, I'm qualified to talk about it. But if it's something bad, which this clip had nothing to do with, I don't even know why he brought us up. We'll address the clip in a second. But 
this narrative, first of all, we've never said what he said in the clip either. That's false. But this narrative of you got to be a street nigga to judge street music, that's stupid because 90% of the labels that sign the street artists aren't street. 99.9% of the people who buy your music aren't street. Not Chrome music. I, was saying, I don't think nobody's buying that. <laughs> but no shade on them, but... He ain't selling music, you know what I'm saying? Stream, I guess. But and majority of the shows that are out here for all the uh, the majority of the concerts, the festivals, there's people. The majority of the uh, people who go up to go to those shows don't look like you and me, bro. Do you know how many? So Dirk, damn near the hottest artist out right now. Facts. Do you know how many white kids listen to him? That's my that point. That came from the yeah, fucking million but, dollar but, houses. But, that, but that's my point. By his logic, none of us should talk. We should not talk NBA basketball because none of us is in the league. Exactly. By his logic, there's Stephen A. Smith should shut up forever. You know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp was a football. Shannon Sharp was a football player. He can't talk basketball. You know what I'm saying? Even the conscious rap. Let's say, wait, wait, conscious rap. King Chrome. You can't talk about that. You can't judge that. You can't judge us saying Kendrick Lamar, which we didn't say Kendrick Lamar had album of the year or not. Uh, to me, currently, I would still put Dirk. I would say Dirk, Kendrick, and then Yo Gotti would probably be my top three, and they're probably Vince Staples. But we got a lot of the year left. But you can't talk conscious music because you're not that. Like exactly. that, that's so stupid. It's all about having an opinion. It's all about taking, listening to everything, and a lot of the quote unquote street rappers aren't doing street shit no more or have never done street shit. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what a lot of quote unquote street rappers say about other street rappers is they ain't really doing it. So I feel that King Chrome, that's the dumbest shit you could possibly say that that's stupid. So you're saying that it's, you don't like when, when me and my follow up people, we critique the local scene and we judge mu- the music. We don't always, we don't look at the music and say, hey, this shit just don't, hey, this nigga's talked about killing somebody, bro, so it's not relatable to us. You know what I mean? Niggas in Peoria that rap that's walking around with no bodies, but just because they talking about it, like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So what qualifies, uh, makes us qualified to uh, discuss uh, street music? Like, we got to be active, like... Have we had to get shot? Have we had to go to jail? We had to kill three people or something. Yeah, like, did we had to kill the, three people? Did we have to the, sell? Did we have to sell sell drugs? We, we need a criteria written down in paper so we exactly. can check all the boxes before we start talking about street music. Yeah, here. like like cause, next cause, time I listen to King Von and Dirk, I'm be like, man, hold on, I ain't catch three bodies yet. Hold on, let me exactly like, and it's goofy shit. Did you like? I'm I'm a huge fan of Pop Smoke. That's one of my guys. Mm-hmm. He's nothing but street rapper. Yeah, so. How about instead of you just saying, uh, those guys, but you're not from New York, you can't, yeah, like those guys aren't, um, they ain't in the streets, you know what I'm saying? They can't talk about our music. How about just make better music? How about just find a way to make music? Because there's there's tons of people who haven't grew up in the streets who was just straight squares, who was just lame niggas that purchased street nigga music at all times. Mm-hmm. Lil Dirk just went platinum, that is not just on the, because of the hood. You know what like I'm saying? 70, like a lot of a lot of, a lot of the street dudes, a lot of these street dudes are in rooms with with guys who aren't street, and and a lot of those guys, are, hey, I'm a fan of your music. I like the. It's not just about being a street nigga, or quote unquote, quote unquote being a street nigga. Like 
that's such a a poor mentality to have and you're way too old to still have that attitude currently that's that's just out make better music that's why like when i judge music when i'm looking at the city and i'm critiquing music we're gonna talk power rankings in a minute but when i'm judging music i'm not oh man i can't relate i can't relate to this shit or oh man i don't know if he's a street nigga or not i'm judging the quality of the music how good is this shit the feeling that i get from the music that's what we looking at how bad do motherfuckers want it? How bad are people pushing music? So I don't know what I clicked on the live. I check out your lives. You entertain, and I check on the lives. It's like you you going in, you going in on the uh, the one dude who trash. But it's like, bro, I critique your music, and you change how you do shit. Let's just keep it on hundred. You've listened to some of my critiques, Kojak's critiques, and you've changed some shit that you've done on your music. You, and you still got what two, three videos in like five years. You ain't really trying to elevate in this That's shit, it? bro. Yeah, mm. you ain't trying to elevate, bro. You might be timed out when it come to growing and trying to really do something. I ain't knocking. Niggas can do whatever they want to do with their music. Niggas can rap till they ninety years old. But you're not gonna put follow up in a box and try to make it seem like we can't critique. Uh, quote unquote, the street rappers in Peoria, or we can, when we do top tens, we can't talk about that music because we ain't got both feet in the fucking streets, or we not active doing certain shit. That's stupid. Way too old. You shouldn't. But like, I don't understand why Peoria has a certain mentality where everyone's in competition to, to showcase who grew up worse. Everyone's in competition to show how shitty. Their their uh, upbringing was like shitting on the motherfuckers who took care of them or or was trying to take care of them. That's a mindset Peoria has. Everyone is in a competition of that, and that is so dumb as a black community. It's so narrow minded. It's stupid. There's no win in that. So when we judge music, take it for what it is. Because if if Double XL came here right now and they said King Chrome got the hottest album out, right? King Chrome, if they if Double XL came here and was like, "Hey, King Chrome, we want to interview you tomorrow, right? Your music is phenomenal. It's the best project out." And you sat down and they interviewed you. Are you going to tell them, "Hey, to be honest with you, y'all opinion don't matter because none of y'all is in the streets, so y'all not even qualified to talk about <laughs> my music." So, um, like y'all finna y'all finna give me twenty million dollars. I'm finna get a twenty million dollar deal, but. None of y'all is street niggas, so y'all really can't talk about it. Y'all can't relate to the music. That sounds so stupid. That like is I ain't never, I ain't never been to Compton, but I, I can relate to Kendrick Lamar music. That's goofy as hell. I gotta relate to the music to like it. Jay Z, Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time to me. That is my favorite rapper. I have never sold a brick, bruh. When he lost 99, what, 90 breaks or 95 breaks, I can't relate to that. But I fuck with the music. So that's stupid. And it's like certain shit that King Chrome put out, I like. So it's like, you, why is the continuous shot of follow up in that little quote that he, that he did on, on a live that probably a lot of people didn't see? But it, I just saw it and I just was like, it's a I would have expected that by now, especially with the credibility that I've. Conveyed over time And anything I do 
I include, it's not like I ostracize the quote-unquote street rappers. Majority of the niggas who have done Kojak's Corner was street niggas. Majority of the niggas who make the top 10 list is street niggas. But because we, we I said I love Kendrick Lamar album, now suddenly when it comes to follow-up top 10s, we can't, the street, quote-unquote I mean, street rapper is null and I void mean, in our minds. Is, if, if anybody in Peoria, Peoria listening to Lil Baby, stop. He rap about money too much. Y'all don't got it like that. Stop listening to Lil Baby. Stop listening to Future. Stop listening to Drake. Stop listening to whoever the fuck you listening to. You don't got that type of money, so you can't relate, right? Goofy as hell. Let me know when you riding around in a Bentley and a Rolls Royce and you got a Wraith and shit. Like, that mindset is dumb because it just doesn't make sense. Like... I ain't never once put my ass in a seat of a Rolls Royce, but I'm going to go listen to to Rick Ross and, and Lil Baby and shit. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. I can listen to what I want to listen to and judge what I want to judge because at the end of the day, I got my own opinion, and I'm a grown-ass man. Like, you can't, you can't discredit somebody else because of what you say they can or cannot relate because the thing is, like, it just don't make no fucking sense. It's dumb. Yeah, and it's 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 unfortunate that I caught that. But I just think, you know what I'm saying, and I wanted to get this the proper light, because we're gonna talk we're gonna talk mainstream in a minute. We're gonna we're gonna talk power ranking. But I wanted to get it some light. I want to get it some little attention because it's been a whole lot of uh not a whole lot, but it's been a lot of follow-up controversy. We got we got niggas taking like Follow up content Putting it in song titles And shit Trying to get everybody To tune into the music We got weird old shit bro. It's that like it, Yeah it don't matter We ain't, we ain't gotta go No clearly don't matter I ain't hear about um, it But I'm just saying Of course not I no. didn't hear about it Somebody tell me Nobody heard it But I'm just saying Follow up Like That's weird Yeah like whatever we do We we, we um We make people pay attention But it's just I had to give that light Cause it's like I have Spoke to King Chrome Numerous times he 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 got some knowledge in this shit. You know what I'm saying? He he been around for a long time. He got his favorites in the city and whatnot. But I mean, when you see an elder statesman in this music shit who's been around, who who's went away, came back, you know, things like that. You listen. You you know what I'm saying? You you want to see where where, the, where they mindset is, and that little just that little. That little segment right there. He, you way too old to have that. You, if if you you're not a street nigga, so you can't relate to our music. No, a lot of you niggas in Peoria is ass. Let's just be honest. A lot of you niggas suck at making music. Well, That's a fact. Well, bro, we a lot of y'all either say trash. Say y'all need to be dads. A lot of y'all, we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> but a lot of y'all niggas is trash. A lot of y'all niggas is on and off. One minute y'all want to make music, the next minute y'all don't want to make music. Or or y'all try to find whatever sound is hot and y'all try to jump on that sound. Y'all try to get click up in the city. Y'all do that. Y'all may put out four or five videos here. Then two years go by and we get no music. You've never performed. All kinds of shit. That's what y'all need to be focused on. Instead of you worrying about oh, follow up, man, they ain't critiquing shit. You know what I'm saying? How about you drop some videos off your projects you dropped? You didn't drop 64 fucking albums in in, in f- five months. 
and we we ain't getting no real videos. That's what you need to be focused on. Let's let's focus on the, on the shit that matters. Let's focus on dropping music videos for your content. Let's focus on promotion. Let's focus on hey, let's let me try to get some shit on the radio. Let's focus on the shit that matters, not whether or not if follow up is in the streets or not, and whether or not you know we in the streets or not. That shit's stupid, bro. Niggas is grown as fuck, bro. We ain't got like the 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 goal isn't to be in the streets. By the way, that's not the goal. A lot of niggas in the streets. They want to make it out the streets. A lot of niggas who ain't never been in the streets, bro. They don't understand how that shit go. They want to be in the streets. That's they chasing that shit. That's why you got rappers who get on and then they wanna they wanna go in the streets and they wanna act like they so fucking hood and shit. Mm-hmm. But the niggas who was really active, their goal is to get out. So what are you? So what kind of message are you portraying that? Hey, them niggas ain't in the streets, bro. So they can't really judge our music. Wow. Like, How about you, if you are in the streets, King Chrome, get out. Let's let's try that. This is why this is not the this is not the podcast. Why would you want to be in the Why would you put yourself in that position? This is not the. I'm not even saying he did. No, I'm just saying. I'm just and, saying and in general. Anybody, but that's the question I just asked. Why do let's 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 uh let's have a real good PSA. If you in the streets and you active, niggas is dropping like flies left and right in the city, outside the city. R.I.P. to everyone who's been affected by street activity. The objective is to get out. The objective is to get your family out. So what kind of message are you portraying that niggas who you say aren't in the streets are judging music? Because a lot of the niggas in the streets, they want somebody who's not in the streets to to, uh, hear their music and pull them out of the streets. That's what that's what y'all are chasing. A lot of you niggas is chasing deals. A lot of y'all is chasing certain corporations. I saw King Chrome. I saw you post like a label had hit you up. What happened to that situation? Let's talk about shit like that. What happened to that situation? That person who hit you up that you well that you you posted that hit you up was that person in the streets? Was they qualified to listen to your music? <laughs> like, come on, man. We got to be smarter than that. If you have any connection to anybody who's re- relevant in the industry currently. Majority of their fan base that is purchasing music, that is purchasing merch, that is paying six, seven hundred dollars for festivals, aren't in the streets. Which is why let's turn to them now. I, I, we off that now. I feel when you look at hip hop culture in general, mm-hmm. black music. I feel that when I look around, a lot of these dudes they make music. Let's use Kanye West for an example. Kanye West made music for black people, correct? Mm-hmm. Gets on, then concerts, too expensive for the people that he made the music for to go to. Festivals, too expensive for the music for the people that he made the music for. Mm-hmm. Merch, too expensive. A t-shirt with, with five holes in it costs $6,000. Shoes is crazy expensive. Do you feel like the black dollar is is the black dollar, the black market. Um, what's another term for it? Just our influence, the influence of black people, how we shape shit, we control, we dictate culture 
in America, right? Pretty much all over the I world. I mean, everything that we yeah. do is so relevant. We dictate everything as far as how we talk, how we dress, how we move. And for so long, we have never profited off of that. As in, for an example, we can make a popular dance on TikTok. A white creator does that same dance and blows up. Do you that happened with the uh, with the ha- renegade? Well, that's what I'm saying. Happens I mean, happened time. more times than that. But the most popular uh, is the renegade, and she eventually got on because of that. Yeah, but it's it, like, it happens all the time. So, do you think artists are just using us? Maybe not. Maybe not. I think interview- su- maybe not consciously, but subconsciously. Do you feel artists are? I'm making music. For the projects or for the hood or for the impoverished areas. And then when I elevate to a certain stature, yes, you can look at that person elevating his motivation. But at the end of the day, the the how the, the equity that they're getting, the money that they're making, it ain't really it's not coming from us because everything is too expensive. So I, I, I would say, like, obviously, in the beginning, they're not using their own community to make it. Um, but once they get on, I still don't think they're necessarily using them on purpose or consciously. I think is like, I don't think that they're thinking about it in that way because now that they got these millions and millions and millions of dollars, they're not thinking, damn, this festival is $700, but I'm performing. And I know these niggas from, from my hood can't afford it. I don't think they're thinking like that. I think they're just thinking it's just a festival. I'm getting my money, but, but I shouldn't think- it be, um, Shouldn't it be a constant effort to change that? All of them, not just because I look at because I, I look at I was gonna go to the J Cole festival. Well, I, I will that. say one thing is also labels don't allow that shit. It, say if Dirk try to go back to Chicago and have a concert, tickets only twenty dollars. It'll be smacking because Dirk tickets only twenty dollars. But the thing is, label won't allow that shit. It's gonna be too many niggas in one place. Yeah, no, I feel. Who's who's to say the label is dictating that? If, if you're you, on a label, they're dictating certain, that shit. Um, to an extent, they gonna. Sh- if, but if at the same, say, but, I'm but, going at, back but at, the, but at right the same now. time, though. But if I'm the if I'm the A side, like if like I run shit at my label, like Dirk runs Alamo, pretty much he's the face of that. Mm-hmm. He could probably dictate certain things, like certain as far things. as him getting certain, and maybe he's not the good example because of. The security situ- circumstances that come with him. That's what I'm saying. Play. But that's, that's, that's okay, why I use him. But as that's example. not a good example though, because everyone isn't Dirk. But I'm saying, uh, let's say a J Cole well, or, a, Cole or, a, Ken, or a Kendrick Lamar. Those people can dictate a lot of different things. Those or, people could. That's why I use Dirk an example though, because Dirk, as much as you say he isn't a good example, he is because of how he is and he's oh. behind him. Because and you just said Chicago, that's irrelevant. I'm talking about in general. No, your but I'm hometown, saying your hometown majority of rappers die in their hometown, bro. So, so of course, yeah. certain okay, things. Okay, so in your even if Dirk was supposed to go to Atlanta and say we're gonna have a, a concert, and twenty dollars. This for the that's, I'm saying that's a horrible example, bro. Twenty dollars is way too low. Let's say a hundred. These fucking tickets for festivals is like a thousand dollars, bro. That's let's, let's. I mean, put regardless, shit, let's if, they proper, affordable, if they have an affordable, if they have an affordable concert, proper context though. If they have an affordable concert, let's, no, that's meant have, for niggas have, to slide to. We have listeners who might not hear well. Niggas is forty plus sometimes. So <laughs> let's use a number. Let's say tickets is a hundred dollars. Tickets a hundred dollars. We got Dirk in. having a concert in Atlanta. Tickets a hundred dollars. 
Yeah. And it is it's promo it's and, and on top of that, you saying it's smacking is irrelevant because Dirk sold he sold out everywhere. Exactly. But what I'm saying With is expensive. Is tickets. this is this concert being promoted as a I want to look out for my community that's, as in the black community. But there's that's no there's no such thing as that. What I'm saying is if you make a conscious effort to include the population of fans that have supported you from day one or that have cultivated you to the level you are at. That's what I'm saying. It's not too many. Now, I'm not saying it's not like I got tons of Yeezys myself. I'm just saying what how many kids in the hood is walking around with Yeezys? Very few. How many you know how many kids got killed kid got killed or get robbed over Jordans? A lot. Because of the price point mm-hmm. of those shoes. Now I know for a fact with Kanye West, Kanye West gets a big check off Yeezys and then the price point, he doesn't care. It has nothing to do with him. He just gets a check and then they go out. But what I'm saying is those industries that are that are taking that price point, that are like, hey, these shoes that cost six dollars to make. We're gonna sell them for a thousand dollars, but those shoes have are are have the name of a black musician who got lit based off of black culture, but the culture that he got lit off of can't afford to buy his shoes. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's why I respect motherfuckers like uh, Stefan Marbury with what he did with the Marburys. That's why I respect people like Shaq with what he did with his shoes. Now, obviously, they're not Jordans, but you could take a Shaq shoe and a Jordan shoe, and they look the exact same. The only difference is the symbol. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Shaq they're is, made in the same fucking place. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that artists are purposely building a brand around black culture and then elevating that. Black culture and projecting it to an audience that can afford to purchase overpriced shit when majority of that won't be black people in this state. I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose, but what I'm saying is it might not even necessarily be the artist itself. It might be the label. It might be the promotion behind it. I'm just saying these entities that we worship like the Jordan symbol or the Nike symbol or the Yeezys where we got to have these shoes. Niggas is walking around with rent on their feet. I do it every day, so I get it. I'm I'm saying I'm not saying it. It's like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's weird. As I get older, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, damn, we fuck with this nigga from the ground up, bro. He, we I remember when this nigga shows was sixty seventy dollars. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look up and he he headlined a festival, and this is a dude you supported forever, and it's like fuck, bro. This ticket is seventy five hundred dollars, bro. For a day pass to see a nigga perform for 30 minutes is kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I really think it's above the artist and it's above the label. It's a, it's whoever the fuck is running these festivals, whoever hosting these. I'm talking about shows, concerts, everything. You can't say it's above the label when the label uh, gets a percentage, 9 to 10. A lot of these dudes are in 360 deals. Even merch, a label gets a, yeah. gets paid from all that shit. But when I'm you saying see merch, like, and I, and. It made me, I really started thinking about this shit because I actually bought another pair of Yeezys and I was sitting, <laughs> as fucked up as that sound, I bought another pair of Yeezys and I was sitting there and I'm like, fuck, like, I remember when Kanye had a hoodie that had holes in it that you can go to Goodwill and cut up yourself. That shit's $6,000. But because it has Kanye West on it mm-hmm. or the life of Pablo on it, well, no, what type of hoodie was it? 
um, We Fear Ghost or whatever album he had with Kid Cudi. Kissy Ghost. Yeah. It's because we see that. But that merch isn't going to go to the people who who made you lit. Yeah, in that, a sense, that, that, that merch early is on. That that's that seven, merch is going for a white kid. In that seven hundred dollar hoodie. That yeah, that's that's white kids you know what buying I'm saying? that shit. That merch is going to to him, and it's it's crazy because it's like our right, Instagram. We see motivation like Meek Mill. I see what he do. Yo Gotti. I see what he do. Ross. I see what he do. When you get to a certain point where you make it out the hood, you you give inspiration to make people go crazy, all that type of shit, right? You may take your squad with you, your team with you, and all that. You know what I'm saying? You may come back, you know, Thanksgiving, do a turkey drive, a toy drive during Christmas. You know what I'm saying? You know, the usual shit niggas do. You know what I'm saying? You may do those things. But what is the... What is, what's the overall message you send into those places? Like, when merch comes out and it's $750 for, for some socks, easy socks. Like, do you care if... The communities that you come from can afford your shit. Now, niggas got to make their money, too. Yeah, Cele- of course. Celeb- million, the, these dudes got to make their bread, too, so I'm not day, taking nothing away from them. At the end of the day, if you selling a shirt for $20, they, you, or well, you selling a shirt for 600 you can sell that same shirt for 20 You still going to make money off it. You're going to make a lot of money off it. Are you going to make as much as if you sell it for 600 No. You be- probably would if you just have to make more. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you selling at six hundred dollars, but you only got five thousand shirts. But you sell it at twenty, you can make fifty thousand shirts. But the thing is, is that it's like we all know these shirts don't cost five hundred dollars to make. These shirts don't cost five dollars to make. They're probably a fucking three dollar shirt. All in all, with the print, whatever on, it's a fucking three dollar shirt. You're you're worth what people pay for shit. Exactly. But But what what I'm I'm saying saying is, is like these niggas is doing that and. No, I'm not saying they're doing it. I'm not saying the artist is literally sitting down, sitting at the table with the management team or or the the the, the brand that they're gonna be doing uh, merch with or whatever, and they're sitting there like, you know what? I want this shirt to be a thousand dollars. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the faces of these brands or the people responsible for the price points of these brands don't look like you and me. They're not selling this shit for you and me. No. But they're taking some, they're using someone from you and my, you and me, you and I, our community. And yeah, they're putting them at the face of it because at some point in time to continue to grow. You know, we always we always shit on certain people who go pop or they evolve or they get from underground or they leave the black community. Not saying you leave like fuck y'all, but I'm saying you get to an elevated status to the point where everyone likes you like a Drake or a Cole or a Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Or even a, a Meek to a degree. You know what I'm saying? You get to that to that level. And when you reach that level, it's a certain type of equity that can purchase that shit. Mom, Timmy can go to mommy and daddy and say, "Daddy, I, I want this shirt that costs six hundred dollars," and they'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, Majority but, people that look like me and you can't but, go do but, that shit. But Keontre can't go to to his mom and be like, "Mom, I want this shirt." Exactly. Because she can't afford a six hundred dollars shirt because rent is six hundred dollars, 
And that's not including all the other bills when, when you look at inflation and all that. So what does Keandre got to do to go get that shirt? Dang. I might have to go rob somebody. I might have to go sell drugs. I might have to go scam. And that's what a lot quick, of people... Quick cash for, for materialistic things. That, I'm that's what I'm saying. That's shit. what a lot of people understand is that... Um, and, and not even just shirts, but even basic necessities in life is that white people over time have put us in a, in a corner that we can't really get out of. We not... I ain't going down that because we definitely can get out of it. I'm not using a white man as an excuse. I'm not saying um, like that. But I'm saying reason, in general... But they you said put we us can't in, get out of. Don't use that term. Okay. Well, I guess we can, but it's not easy. It's not. But what I'm saying is that subconsciously things, it's a trickle down effect when we start off at a young age valuing certain things that we really can't afford Mm -hmm. because of the price point that is passed down by people who aren't for us or a part of our communities to begin with. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying it's the artist's fault, but I'm saying I wonder, do artists subconsciously think about those things like like a Stefan Marbury did, like a Shaq did? Do they think about when they see they shit out there, bro, and they see like, damn, bro, these shoes is $700, bro. And it's people out here that are willing to kill you. For your shoes. See, and now that's something I don't I understand. Like, do, do they care? Why? Do they think about that? Or do they even reach them? I mean, I ain't a, I ain't a millionaire or a billionaire, so I don't I know. I mean, they got it. Obviously, you know how much these shoes cost. Why can't they just be like, man, why don't we just make these shoes $70? Make them affordable. Why they ain't $70? Or even 100 But that's my point. It costs $5 but to make the shoes. But what I'm saying is, bro, we I'm, I don't have an answer. I'm just asking questions at this point. I'm just asking questions. I don't have a certain answer. I'm just telling you things I've thought well, about. Yeah, I mean, that's so what I'm saying. Like, I answer. thought about that yeah. shit too. It's like, so I'm saying, like, why it's don't easy Mike... to say, why don't they just do this? But I'm not saying that they have the power to do that. What I'm saying is, they're signing you for a deal. You you may have, you may be able to create the shoe. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's in your contract where you don't dictate price points? You might not dictate the price points of the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like I just told you, Kanye West gets a check for for the the, uh, the Yeezys, and then they get made. He probably designs them, he markets them. You see him walking around with those shoes all the time at high school basketball games. He's at fashion shows with them on. He's not in the hood with them on. But I'm saying, I wonder if does that does it bring joy to people like a Kanye West? Let's say he goes to the hood. Let's say he goes somewhere when it's all majority black people. Would it feel good for him to see black kids wearing his shoes? Does it make him feel the same if black people wear his shoes and white people wear his shoes? Is questions I'm asking. Because and the reason I brought this shit up is just like just being let's being just being open minded. Like, bro, like inflation is real. Gas Mm -hmm. is almost five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Amron was talking about, I believe Amron's, everybody's bills going up like $50 or $90 starting July. Like that, the cost of living, food is going up, clothes is going up, everything is going up. And then they they throw this weak ass minimum wage shit. It was like, all right, we're going to elevate to $15. It's to the point where at, at one point in time, 
You could have a one uh, one working uh, parent just in the had household. a conversation with Opie on Sunday. Yeah, one couldn't matter. Now you need two incomes. Like there's people making six figures and it's still ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Two people making six figures, and depending on where you live. And I'm doing research because you know I'm I'm potentially moving either this uh, fall or or early next year out of state. These are things I'm I'm thinking about. So when I'm thinking about this shit, I'm th- I'm also starting to think about materialistic shit. And I'm like, damn, would I have bought Yeezys if it wasn't for Kanye? Like if Yeezy just popped out, you know what I'm saying? Like we we hear so much about brands. Like Cole talked about this before when he was talking about Chris Style in the early 2000s, and he wasn't getting no check from Chris Style, and he was like, nah, I'm done. Like I ain't finna keep rapping about this shit. We see so many black. Uh, Influencers, entrepreneurs, rappers, artists, uh, athletes promoting white owned brands mm-hmm. that are finna elevate the price point because they know the demand is gonna be high, but deep down, black people can't afford it. Majority black people can't afford it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who the fuck really them but Balenciaga's them bitches is ugly. But because we see the Migos with them on and we deem those as status in the hood. It's niggas right now who I know for a fact. I ain't throwing nobody on the bus. I know for a fact going to call me by the end of the week asking to borrow money. They got at least six, seven pair of Balenciagas right now. I know for a fact niggas right now got Dior, got Dior sweaters, hoodies, all that shit. Living home with their mamas. Mm-hmm. Can't afford to move out. But God Dior, because we hold this shit, we hold these corporations in high regard because we, it we makes hold it us to a higher standard than what we hold. But it's a mentality, our own value. yeah. But it's a mentality attached to it because that makes us feel a certain way. If and we wear the European or the white man's material, it it deems us more than the people who we would deem beneath us based on. Our image. That's mm-hmm. why when we was in middle school and some high schools, elementary schools, things of that nature, it was like, hey, everybody got to wear a uniform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to look the part, like to look equal. And what status mattered when in middle school? It was all about shoes. shoes. That's it. That's, That's all. all we had. So even subconsciously, I'm not saying uniform caused it, but even at a young age, we was taught. We got to have the flyest kicks. I remember yeah. the first day of school, I was privileged enough where my grandma and my pops, like, we all got, like, three pairs of shoes. That shit mattered. Man, I remember my sixth grade year, I came in with a pair of LeBrons on. Niggas thought I was Jesus in that, that moment, That shit man. matters. <laughs> and then fast, but then fast forward to, at, at, certain, at some point, we lose sight of that. And then we get it back through entertainment, through television, through Instagram. Because when I got to high school, like, I, yeah, I had, I had, I had shit. Like, I had fits, I had shoes, and all that shit, bro. First day of school, I wore flip flops, bro. <laughs> I didn't care. I, I wore pajama pants or sweatpants and slides every day in high school, bro. Yeah, you. Were I a, shit you not. You were a bump. I didn't. But, wear, and uh, the thing, and the funny thing, it's is okay. I had, Jay, I had all bump. that shit to crib. Yeah, you was a bump. If you know me, you know I got clothes and shoes. Yeah, you I was, just don't wear. You, you was a bump. There's no point. You was a bump. But it's just. At some point, we lose sight of it, and then it comes back. And then as you get older, like just, just seeing how things go with certain people, you lose sight of those materialistic things, and you start focusing on grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? And I say all this conversation, there's a lot of questions, but I say all this to say 
to circle everything back around. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you niggas need to grow up. Rappers who are 40 plus, grow up. 35 plus, grow up. Even 25, grow up. That's how I, I had to bring it all back. But this was a dope conversation to have. It just was a lot of questions. I don't have the answers. It was just certain shit Nobody I was thinking got about. The answers. Yeah, there's answers out there. It just might be more. It might be people more educated in this field, or more resourceful in this field, or or who are you know what I'm saying in this shit. But these were just certain things I was thinking about. Like I just was sitting there, like damn, like I wonder why certain things is this, why certain things that. Because man, personally, if I was rich and famous and I had a a clothing line or a shoe line, I would want my shit to be affordable so I can come back to my community and see these niggas wearing it. But my thing is that made me feel good. When you get to that level. Do you care? Like you care when it comes time to promote albums, or you care when it comes time to pull certain stories to make your music. Mm-hmm. But do you care when you go to bed at night? Are you like, damn, is niggas in Oakland wearing my shit? You know what I'm saying? Is niggas mm-hmm. in North Philly wearing my shit? Is niggas in Peoria wearing my shit? Or do you just be like, hey man, I got nine, I got nine million in the bank. I don't give a fuck who wearing it. That's what a lot. I see a lot of people say that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck who buy it as long as they buy it. So it's 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 a tough situation. We're not there. So I don't know what my mindset would be uh, if I was a millionaire right now. I don't know exactly. But to the people who are like navigating and figuring shit out, I always look at that type of shit. Like I was watching, um, damn, which documentary? I was watching uh, Fifty Cent documentary uh, for Give It or Die Trying the other day. One of my favorite albums, and. You could see like he's on the he's there, but he ain't all the way there as far as on the cusp of that notoriety that he that he would soon get after that album dropped, leading up to the movie and then the um the soundtrack and that massacre. You know what I'm saying? He's going back to his grandma's house. He's t- telling stories, you know, reminiscing about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like I don't I don't know how. Like, this is such a tough, touchy topic, but it's like, I feel we value the white, the European dollar, the white man, the European dollar way more than the black dollar. That's why the black dollar leaves the black community the fastest out of every dollar of every ethnicity. The black dollar leaves the fastest because the moment we get money. It's burning in our pockets, and we gotta go get something that's white owned. Gotta have the Gucci. Like when them PPP loans hit, it wasn't about like when everybody was getting them PPP loans allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Not incriminating nobody. It wasn't about how do I build myself up to affect others. Niggas could have invested in a business, uh, stocks, yeah, anything. It wasn't but about niggas that. popped it, out it with Balenciagas and Hellcats. Exactly. It was about how fast can I get this black dollar into the white man's hand to wear something that signifies that uh that that signals I am one of you. I'm in the room with y'all. If I wear this Balenciaga shit and and you got on North Pole, I'm I am above you. But the richest man in the world, the white man, you know Bill Gates and one of them niggas, they'll wear North Pole and have more money than everybody. We gotta look the part. Well, I no, nah, I will say this though, about a lot of rich white people like Bill Gates and them, 
they may look like they wearing some normal shit. I'm not saying they don't be wearing normal shit, but they may look like they wearing some twenty dollars shirt and that bitch be two thousand because it's some fucking a hundred thread Egyptian no, cotton shirt. No, majority of the time, no. I, that's what I said. Not always. No, but no. Sometimes ninety percent of the that, time, bro. When they just on a typical day to Target, bro, no, they not wearing none of that shit. I seen a picture once of Mark Zuckerberg. He had like a blue shirt and some normal, just normal shit on. And niggas was reposting the picture, and somebody went through and found what he had on, and that shirt was like a thousand dollars. And what? The, and what did that do in that moment? But that a thousand dollars is ten dollars to the black community. So you see, I'm saying price point matters. If you were worth a, if if I got a million dollars in my pocket, bro, and this shirt is 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 three hundred dollars, that ain't shit to me. Yeah, I got a million dollars. But what I'm saying is that shirt, Bill, that Bill Gates had on, or Mark Zuckerberg had on, did the black people was like, bro, I want that shirt now. No. No. But if Hove wears that shirt, now it's we want that shirt. Like, a lot of the, our community, bro, we worship the ones who made it because we don't get to see the, we don't get to see that every day. So the ones who made it, we worship. The ones we made it are our influence. The ones who have made it are the ones that we follow. So they have a certain burden that they carry and a certain responsibility that they carry. And it's it's fucked up that it has been pushed on us that entertainment and entertainers are the ones we look up to. That's fucked up to put a burden on somebody who could just put the whole can, can just uh, hoop and dunk like I can dunk and run fast. So that's what I should do. That's what. It's fucked up that we will look at, we'll look up to that, but not the doctor, the lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the psychiatrist. You know what I'm saying? The black uh, therapist. You know what I'm saying? The woman who who studying science and psychology. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. We don't look at that. So it's kind of like we have to, and we 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 at a certain age, so it is what it is. But it's like at some point we gotta re, we gotta reprogram the youth to. Not just not idolize entertainers, view entertainment for what it is, pull something from it, but also look at everything else. Like, like when was the, like when you was young and they was asking us what what did we want to be when we grow up? You know what I'm saying? It was weird. Like when we had um, show not show and tell day, but we had career day. When we had everybody had it at one point in time, you had somebody, whether it was a uh, your mom, your dad, your auntie, your uncle. How many of them walked in there and was like, "I'm a rapper" or "I'm an NBA player"? Not one. None. So we have to pay attention to certain things, bro. As far like it's certain. I'm just older now. I'm just thinking like, damn, like I wish when we was in school, I would I would have looked at the trades and shit like that. Because you know they, when they have us writing the paper, military, I say military, elementary school, and they have us writing the paper, what do you want to be when you grow up? Everybody, all the little black kids in there writing NBA, NFL. Yeah. They're not writing, be- be- I, I want to be a that's, doctor. That's, that's what's pushed what on them. What's pushed and the rarity that you make it in those things. Mm-hmm. So it's pushed that, hey, all we could do is either sell drugs Play sports or rap, or be an artist. Them is the three things you could do, and those arguably are the three most toughest things to succeed in. Majority of uh, drug dealers, what happens? Either dead or in jail. You didn't succeed. You just put. You just you're dead 
or in jail, which removes you out of your child's, your children's life, which puts them in a single parent household, which is one thing that the system wants to happen exactly. anyway. And even if you make it, or quote unquote, make it as a drug dealer and you're rich as fuck, like I just watched some matter of fact, it was yesterday about Pablo Escobar. They said that nigga was his no, tying no, up his you kids. You just missed everything I no, just said. No, but I'm said. saying like even if he, you rich, he didn't make it, bro. Because he was de- he ended up dead. He died. Yeah, he was in jail several times. But I'm he saying didn't like make it. even if you rich like that, you may think you made it, but you really it, no, it doesn't matter. No, it's irrelevant. No, Pablo didn't think he made it. That nigga died miserable, bro. I go mean, bro was the, running from the police. Narc- every he moving house to house. He was miserable when he died. I know. So what I'm saying is, let's stay on topic. But that's what I'm saying. Though. I get it, but let's stay on topic. Jail. I mean, drug dealers. You either dead or in jail, okay? Or you quit. You quit that. You take that money. You put it in a wrap. You might make it. But then let's say you do make it. Let's say you left the streets alone, and you you uh, made it in a wrap. You successful. Here come the Rico charge. Got you. A lot of these dudes get locked up in Rico cases, Young Thug and all that shit. Young Thug, the Casanovas, the Bobby Smurders, you know what I'm saying? Certain shit like that. You got to get monitored for a certain amount of years before they arrest you Mm -hmm. for for your Rico case. They're building a case. Every fucking move you make, every time you step outside the house, there's somebody knowing. What I'm saying is, though, majority of the case that's getting built against you happened before you were rich. That's what I'm saying, though. So what I'm saying is... The streets gonna follow you one way or another. Now, if you get lucky and you make it out of that, that's different. But karma's real, you know what I'm saying as well. So, rap tough to make it in. And then when you make it in it, you gotta stay alive because you perpetuating a certain lifestyle. So niggas might want to test you. You got all the jewelry on, you know what I'm saying. You wearing the Dior, you wearing the Balenciaga, you wearing all these the things that that we worship that are white owned. Niggas might want that. Niggas want to snatch your chain. Niggas gonna yeah, test you, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying we we elevated that shit. Mm-hmm. Then basketball or sports. How many people get drafted in the NBA? Bro, it's sixty. Like- it's sixty people get drafted in the NBA every year. Not saying you could go. You can go undrafted, which is a harder route. It's sixty people. Fifteen to twenty of them is gonna be from Europe. So Pickens is slim. In the NFL, there is what. 400 people get drafted. The expectancy of an NFL player is only three years. You, When you're a sixth, seventh rounder, you ain't guaranteed a whole lot of money. And you got to work to stay there because there's another sixth, seventh rounder the following year that's exactly. going to be right there. So pick as slim as that. We don't play hockey. We don't really fuck with baseball like that no more. Very there's a few, few niggas here and there, but not yeah, too many. Soccer, when you look at the American team, there's probably one or two black people on there. Golf is there. As far as with black people, majority of the time, what do we play? Football because it's cheap and basketball because it's cheap. All the other shit requires equipment and a whole bunch of motherfuckers to play. You can't play catch. You can play catch, but you ain't finna be just you and you, you, me. I got a bat. You got the ball. We just finna go play baseball. That ain't going to work. We can play one-on-one for hours. We can play one-on-zero for hours. Which is exactly... What happens? You know what I'm saying? Niggas, track and field. Track and field. Niggas you get got to a certain point. Niggas where got you basketball can, courts in the hood. Niggas don't got baseball courts like or baseball fields like that in the hood. Yeah, at one point they did. But I'm saying, I say all that to say, the three things that are pushed on on the black youth. Well, really, well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three things because when you look at how 
how the lifestyle is perpetuated in movies, bro. Like when Scarface came out, everybody wanted to be Scarface. Everybody wanted to be Al Pacino, bro. Everybody wanted to be Tony Montana when that shit came out back in those days, bro. When you look at Paying Full, everybody wanted to be that, bro. Everybody wanted to be Mitch. He died. So it's like those three things are perpetuated to us. So it's not, and it's a not a, it's not a high success rate, right? So what happens after that when it's not a high success rate in those fields? You just wasted like 20 years trying to be successful in something, right? One thing we struggle with in our in the black community is is dealing with uh, mental awareness, mental illness, mental health. So when you when you when you work your ass off to become an NBA player and you don't make it because reality sets in when you when you in high school, your junior year, that's when it set in your freshman year, and your sophomore year in school. Everybody was saying they going D1. Everybody was getting those admission letters. Everybody saying, look, college is looking at me. Mm -hmm. And then your junior year, you get cut or you still hoop. Your senior year comes and you look in the sign, bro. And you sign that community colleges. You sign that NAIAs. You sign that D2s. Nothing wrong with any of this. But I'm saying reality sets in where how do you stay focused at being at a level that you didn't think you were going to be at as far as you mm-hmm. wanted to be at a different level. So now you're not getting what you want. How do you stay focused? How do you not uh, hit the streets? How do you stay alive? How do you fend for yourself when you're not in the household? How do you fend when you have coaches who don't look at you as players? They look at you as money because these coaches are making down there six figures somewhere, some places. You know what I'm saying? You just the big coach. Ones, yeah, they just recruit millions. you. It's just a farm. Like, hey. You're not coming to the school because you live around the corner. You come here because I recruited you. If it don't work out, I got to go get somebody else the following year anyway. So I'm only looking at you as a two-year player so or four-year player or one-year player. After that, I'm on to the next. I mean, that's really how it is, though. Like it's Coaches, a, coaches yeah. come in there, and if, if you get recruited to a college by a coach and that coach leaves, you're not going to touch the field unless you're that nigga. Yeah, that's a fact. So it's a farm system. So how do you de- how do you deal with that shit mentally? As well, oh oh by the way, you're a black man in America, black woman in America. You dealing with those things, coming back to a situation where you already don't have a certain lifestyle. How do you deal with that and stay afloat? Because reality hits at some point for every single person. I, I life definitely was kicking my ass like twenty two, twenty three, bro. So it, it hits everybody at a different time. How do you have the mental aware- wherewithal? To deal with it when, as a youth, you were taught to chase three things. Unless you got a certain influences outside, which if you have a strong uh, group or a, a team or a community that care, then maybe you, you, you slip through the cracks and you're looking at other things. Like you chase college, you, you complete college. That's the tough one. Everybody can go. It's about completing it, you know what I'm saying? Or you get a trade when you leave high school. Like, how do you stay focused and deal with that? And then let's say you slip into depression or you have anxiety or you have a bipolar disorder or someone slipped K2 on your weed. Now you got schizophrenia. How do you navigate those spaces? These are all questions. And I this is one of the episodes where I'm like, fuck it. We ain't really got to talk music so much on this episode. But those are conversations that I be thinking about having and I be having with people. About how to navigate certain shit You know what I'm saying My son nah He getting older So I'm trying to make sure That I'm where I need to be And I'm making sure My head is on a swivel TikTok you can find out How to kill yourself YouTube you can find out How to kill, you, how to kill yourself Like It's so much shit out here Influence wise In this world That is just dangerous mm-hmm. Everything is dangerous You know what I'm saying Not just the streets 
You know what I'm saying? Ain't just about being a street nigga that's dangerous. Everything is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Shit is different. There was just a school shooting like a couple hours like a couple, a couple hours, hours ago, ago in Texas. 14, 13 kids and a teacher died. And a grandmother died. I he need, killed I his grandmother need. first. Seriously. And then went to the school. So it's that grocery store shooting last week. Exactly. It's so much shit going on. So you these is like conversations, especially with black people, which we're already targeted. Whether it's by the police force, whether it's by white supremacists, whether it's by, you know what I'm saying, other entities of the law enforcement world, you know what I'm saying, whether it's you and I, people who look like us, we're already targeted by by proximity. It's not just, it's no such thing as black on black crime, by the way. You're, you, nine out of ten violent crimes or any crime of any such happens by people in your proximity. If you live in a white neighborhood and you get robbed, chances are it might be them. I have never heard of someone, which I'm not saying it don't happen, but I ain't never heard of nobody from the South going to Reaver Ridge to rob somebody. This is far, that's a far way to get back to where you need to go. It is. You know what I'm saying? So, these are just certain things I've been thinking about, you know what I'm saying, in between days of Miami playing. That's all. Uh, yeah, speaking of Miami playing, what happened last game? We didn't need to win. No, I'm just asking what happened. We lost. Y'all got 30 ball. We didn't. We lost by 20. Bro, it was damn and near 40 What happened the game point. before that? We was up 26. But, yeah, game. I didn't mean to get, uh, like, real deep and, like, retrospective on this episode. It was just... That's just the things I was thinking about. I really wasn't thinking about music, you know what I'm saying, on this podcast, you know what I'm saying. We want to address the King Chrome situation of his comments regarding follow-up. I got that clip a few times from people, and then I saw it because um, I like when he go live. It's funny. So when he mentioned follow-up and said it, I was like, nah, I gotta, I'm going to play the clip and respond to that. Um, and then the rest of the conversation was the rest of the conversation. But um, real quick, as you said, you got to leave at 7. Um, what we doing with uh? What we doing with Thor? What you mean? What we doing? You saw the trailer. What you think? I I don't personally like the fact that Jane is has Thor power now. I want, but you know that's in the comics though. Bro. Yeah, I understand that. So I just, that was coming. It just, it just seems. I just hope they explain it just seemed corny that. to me. But they got to explain that though. We just that's can't, what I'm saying. We just can't wake up and all suddenly she got the power. There has to be a good explanation for it. Um, I think that Christian Bale's Gore to God Butcher is going to be crazy. Um, Only thing I didn't like was he looked human. Like Obviously, he had the colors and he had the shit on and all that shit. Well, in um, the comics, or yeah, in the comics, he was a human who got his powers from the sword. He wasn't human. There's different comics that say different stuff, though. It's not different comics. Gore, Gore the God Butcher uh, first debuted in 2012. Yes. This isn't a guy who's been around forever. This is some yes, brand new shit. With him, because he's from a different planet. That's what I'm saying. Like, he prayed to his family, prayed to the gods, and they never got answered. And the the sword, all the sword had was, from, which had a symbiote from Null. Null is mm-hmm. not introduced yet. The, what's it um, called? Venom. Uh Symbiote King, whatever the fuck they call him. Yeah. God of Symbiotes, King, whatever it is. Yeah. So, in this, but this is my thing with this. Will they have that in this movie? Reason I ask that is because I, I believe at some point we're getting old. Oh, yeah. No, that's going to happen. Now, will he be in Sony or will he be in MCU? I don't know. Only reason why I say that is because 
We know the symbiote is in the MCU now because a little bit let us stay when Venom went back to his universe. And I don't know if this is true or not, but if you look at the She-Hulk trailer, She-Hulk and Hulk are at they're at a bar and the background looks the exact same as the bar that Venom was at at the end of the movie. You know, I didn't watch that trailer because I was going to watch I'm it. I'm not watching then, that show, though. Look, I, I was going to watch it. I got on, like, Twitter and Facebook and shit, and I seen pictures of it, and everybody clowned the CGI, and I zoomed in and it looked fucking terrible. I didn't take my time to watch it. Well, yeah, well, you should look at that. The CGI is going to look terrible. They do not have a fucking budget to make two fucking Hawks for That's a TV true. show. They got the budget for movies, but TV show, I don't know. But I'm excited for Thor. This is the movie that I. This is the biggest movie of the year, solely because it it makes it ties everything into Black Panther, which yeah. is what we're gonna see. So this is the Multiverse biggest MCU Madness movie. Was just um, a shit show. Yeah, we already talked about it, but this movie is gonna tie everything in to make us for us to be prepared for what we'll get in November from Black Panther. Um, but this ain't movie of the year. I spoke. I apologize to Avatar too. My bad. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for Thor. I like uh, the upgrades, the fights. Um, the only thing I don't like is it's too, it's 80s themed, which is cool. Ragnarok was kind of in that realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so is Guardians of the Galaxy. Only thing I don't like is it seems like it's gonna be too much co- like comic relief. I mean, that's what Ragnarok was. I don't understand but that was the why shift, they though because Thor one and two was more serious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe that they're doing with the Thors. I was going to say, why do they do that? Like, And that's why Wolverine is my favorite. Wolverine and Batman are my favorite uh, like superheroes because they were serious. It wasn't no games and sh- shits and giggles. Like, Thor was serious for one and two. And, like, with what the, the shit that Gore is doing where he just smoking motherfuckers left and right... I would expect this a to be a more movie. serious movie because at some point Thor gonna die or he gonna leave, and we want it to be serious. Like it wasn't no comic relief from Thor in Endgame. That no fuck was a drunk battling depression. Yeah, and then shit in Infinity War, bro was on heels. As soon as bro popped up, he was on bumpers. He wasn't fucking around. It was exactly. It this like Ragnarok happened and he was Ragnarok. He was hey, hey, funny. And then when Thanos pulled up and smoked him and Loki, he was on straight demon time. Yeah. Because then, literally, then, as soon as he when, got an And then when Iron Man dies, now suddenly he's funny again? Because, like, bro, he came in, a whole series, straight demon time, a whole movie, straight demon time. Then folks uh, got to the final fight in Infinity War and threw the fucking hammer or the axe through Buddy's chest. And was on straight animal goat so I, shit, bro. I wonder. I wonder what if happened? It's gonna be serious. So it's just the trailer. It's like those scenes are the comic relief. I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna tune in. I will be there opening weekend. I'm I gonna would. Take me and my son. We gonna go. We gonna peep game. We gonna watch it no matter what. Thor didn't get blipped away, did he? Huh? Thor didn't get blipped away with a snap. No. Okay. What are you talking about? He no, killed I just Thanos had a, at the beginning. Yeah, okay, of you're right. Yeah. Okay. I had to make sure. Cause I'm just thinking like. None, and of the, none of the core Avengers was blipped, bro. And the trailer, Jane was, from what we've seen, strong as fuck. And I'm just like... Well, no, anyone who who holds uh, the, the hammer yeah. gets certain powers from Odin. Yes. So, 
her she was pure enough to hold it, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was destroyed, but it get brought back together. So she got the powers from that. Without without the the hammer, her, the powers from the hammer, she don't have no powers. Yeah, but I'm saying like, is she was strong as, like she she seemed very strong in the trailer. So I don't. Like, where did you get that from, bro? She was doing some shit that Thor could never do. What? Like she was shooting shit out the hammer and shit, bro. He was just bro because the hammer was broke. What do you mean? The hammer was broke yes. when she did that shit. She was just shooting pieces of the fucking broken. It wasn't broke when Thor had the bitch. She was just shooting pieces of the hammer. And on, yeah, that's all she was doing. And on top of that, Thor only had the bitch. The first, the first movie, he really did, he got his shit stripped from him. The second movie, he had he had the uh, the powers and shit like that. But he was still trying to figure it out. The third movie, it broke. It broke pretty early in the fucking movie. So he really had low key. He really didn't have a hammer that long run. He should be better with Stormbreaker anyway. That's true. He he did get kind of hold out the, the hammer. Low key Stormbreaker better anyway, bro. The hammer that shit weak, bro. Foe got to swing it to fly. Yeah, weak so, as hell, man. I don't know, man. But yeah, this follow up, bro. This was just one of them episodes, bro. We just gonna talk. We gonna call this. Uh, what we gonna call this episode, man? I don't know. I'm gonna figure something out. But uh, do you have a song? Well, look, we're going to play two songs in this episode. You ain't got this. You got a day to think about. It. I'm going to drop this Thursday. Cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, uh, um, what's, what's, what's what, man? Follow up Kojak on IG, Kojak underscore follow up on Twitter. Make sure y'all rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. Um, we trying to, who should we interview next week? Because you off Labor Day, ain't you? Yeah. I don't got Tuesday off like normal because Labor Day. They bogus as hell for that. That's what I'm saying. You, f- so you don't, you don't get holiday pay? Well, I don't get paid hourly anyways. That's crazy. They was, So you off Monday. Yeah, I mean, nigga like me don't really care. I'll take that bitch off anyway. But Well, maybe uh, maybe Monday we can... Uh, we'll talk after this. Go cool. ahead and say this. Uh, Don 24 on IG. Jaden Turner on Facebook. Jaden underscore Turner 80 on Twitter. That's it. That's all. Yeah, man. Like, follow up podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in. This one of them ones. And we out. God bless. Girl, I know you'll see me calling you. Girl, I know you'll see me trying. Girl, I know you'll see me calling you. Are you hurting this Follow up. Been watching, we waste time. We ain't gotta take time just to figure out what we already know. As long as we make time, can't be only FaceTime. We can do it bigger than we ever did before. But I know you'll see me calling you. Girl, I know you'll see me trying. You always said my arms felt like the right place at the wrong time. Tryna leash your bullshit while I own mine You get lit and question your memory while you jog mine You was fine playing with your demons till they call mine Internal over external the motto Worry about what's on you more than what's in you That's hard to swallow Cause when the likes and the follow slow up Then who gon' show up? The nigga who feel like you anointed Or just the ones who know you double jointed Pick up the phone while I care still Smell that Versace cologne in your bed still 
You turned the house into a prison, you was fed still True colors start getting intrusive off the red pill The moment is closed off, I don't wanna backtrack Simple conversations keep bringing up flashbacks From holding your ass back to you throwing your ass back 2am thoughts at 2pm trying to crash Girl, I know you see me calling you Girl, I know you see me trying Girl, I know you see me calling you are you hurting the same way I am? Then why should we waste time? We ain't gotta take time Just to figure out what we already know As long as we make time Can't be only FaceTime We can do it bigger than we ever did before But I know you see me calling you Girl, I know you see me trying I keep holding on If you ain't there to catch me when I fall Why don't we just let go of it all Instead of holding on Cause I keep holding on But if you ain't there to catch me when I fall Why don't we just let go of it all Instead of holding on When are we gonna understand that we are put on earth to love. That's all it's about. Everybody want to figure out how complicated life is and, and break it down. This is what I truly think. I I really think that it's going to keep going on. War going to keep going on. Frustration going to keep going on. Anger going to keep going on. Till we finally go back down to the simplest word. Love. Just to figure out what we already know. As long as we make time, can't be only face fun. We can do it bigger than we ever did before. But I know you see me calling you Girl, I know you see me trying Girl, I know you see me calling you Are you hurting the same way I am? Jada Don, follow a podcast